Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, so... Uh, I just went to that show that I was talking about. Uh, Stick to your guns, even your wage warrant sanction. Over here at the House of Blues in Anaheim. And I want to give you my review of this show. Fresh as well, just like I gave you the... The soonest I could could have given you the system of a down one. Um, the show through and through was spectacular, man. Um, <clears throat> I don't know much what else to say. It, shit was spectacular. Uh, y'all should check out this band called Sanction. They're fucking bonkers, man. They're fucking, they're fucking balls out, out of control. Uh, they only played like, I think five or six songs. But that's enough to fucking, I'm sold. Sold as fuck. And when I mean sold, I mean, I'm gonna go home. And at some point in this week, I'm gonna fucking just bump sanction the fuck out of, out of them. Just to bump their shit. Uh, I think they're from fucking Long Island, New York. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I actually Spotify them like a month ago or so when I knew the show was happening just to see, you know, you know, you brush up, I brush up on who's playing. And honestly, there's a lot of festivals too that roll through and like, you don't know half the bands. I, I Spotify them just to see exactly what it, what it is getting into. Uh, you know, sometimes bands bring along other bands you're like hey shit that shit sounds pretty dope i want to see them live now and then you go and see it, and then they fucking completely blow you away there's other times you completely don't like none of the shit that is on the tour and you're like well i'm only gonna like one band and then you go and like your thoughts were correct you only like one band but sanction i had listened to and i was like wow they sound pretty interesting and now i'm gonna go and listen to like the whole album like for a week straight probably just to just to feel it And then, my God, I walked down, you know, I was just standing around watching uh, Sanction up on the like, top level, because, you know, I wanted to see them, I don't, never, don't know anything about them, really, and I knew Wage War was coming up next, and as people piled out, you know, I spent about five minutes before, I was like, okay, well, it's time for me to make, you know, get my money's worth, as I said in the last one, I didn't get my money's worth out of this fucking show. And I knew Wage War was coming on. And I've actually, since I seen them at Warp Tour earlier this year, I've actually been bumping their shit like crazy, crazy bumping. Uh, I, I bought their album and everything. The only thing I didn't buy was uh, Blueprints, uh, which I might end up buying. I'm not sure yet. Um, but I bought Deadweight, and that album is fantastic. Man, I give it like a solid 8 or 9 out of 10. It kind of, it, was, it only drags a little bit in the middle, and I'm not even sure if it's a drag. There's just, like, three, like, slower tempo songs in the middle before it rounds out to heavy, and it starts off heavy and gnarly. But, I mean, I, I, that's not a knock on the band or anything. It's just, like, you get hit with Gravity, you get hit with um, Indestructible, and there's a couple other songs on that album that are, like, they're, like, more mellow-paced, and that's not my vibe per se, but they do enough fucking beatdowns and breakdowns and fucking they're aggressive as fuck, like live. They're 
their sound also is just like it's big. And I, I don't know how to describe it. Like their sound is meant for to be played in front of a bigger audience and, and instead of a small one. But like I said, that's neither here nor there. I've filed my way down. Um, I did my ritual and I got a. I've got a ritual. I've got a thing that I do. I've got things that I do do. Um, I've got. I don't know why do I do these things, but I pace around. Um, maybe it's my nerves. Maybe it's just you know me overthinking shit. Maybe it's me. I don't know. I I pace around. You know, I like being by myself. Getting in the, I mean, I get in the zone. That's what I'm doing. But it's like my pregame ritual just before I know I'm going to fucking fight a motherfucker. You know, I crack all my bones. I don't need to crack my knees, uh, my fingers, my elbows, my neck if I need to. Uh, and after I'm done pacing around, I kind of stop to get the pacing out the way. Stop. I make sure my shoes on the bottom aren't slippery. For whatever reason, I don't know. Like, like if I didn't know that they weren't slippery, I just check, make sure they're uber not slippery. Um, and then I can just, yeah, I just feel it like, like I know when it's getting close, you know. I shake my hands, like, because I can feel the fucking the blood like starting to like fucking fire up I don't know shake my legs I fucking shake my body and then once I'm locked in um and like and this I'm gonna talk about in another episode about just moshing in general that's something I do or that I it may be soon on the horizon maybe that I don't do anymore but I still can talk about it um but once I'm locked in once I stretch once I did my once I do my thing. Uh, if the band isn't close, I also do this other thing where either I close my eyes and I just let whatever background noise is, or the the noise in like or like you know the songs that they play, and sometimes I just start dance into them. It could be rap, it could be country, it could be rock in Espanol. I don't give a fuck. But I feel the music and I'm like, okay, well, let my body start rhythming out to the music a little bit. Or, if, you know, if, if anybody's ever been to a concert, you know, and just everybody's like ready for the band to come on to get kind of anxious. I get, I just zone it out a little bit. Like, close my eyes because I know it's coming. Most of the bands I like, I fucking know what's coming. Like, I don't go there for any other reason because that's who I am. Uh, I want the heaviest shit. I want the fucking gnarliest shit. I want fucking some brutal ass music. Like, that's just what I want. That's. And I know when I go to these shows, I know that that's coming. So, like, I kind of stop, take a few deep breaths, close my eyes, and I'm in. And usually in that zone, I only try to be in that zone for a little bit because I don't want to, like, be uber, like, soft-minded, but it's just, I needed to, I need to focus in, uh, I focused in, 
and I'm standing there, and these guys are like, these guys in front of me are talking about they're gonna mosh and fucking this and that. I'm kind of paying attention to them. And they asked me, "Hey, are you gonna mosh?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, like, oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm fully ready. They're like, "Oh, don't hit me. Don't do this." And I'm like, "Oh, don't trip. Don't trip." Like, well, you're a bigger dude. Like, don't hit me so hard. And I was like, "Oh, it's not like that, man. Don't worry." I was like, there's enough room here to open shit up. Anyways, within like two minutes, Wage War comes on stage. Now, they don't play anything right away, but they're, you know, the, the band members take the stage. And fucking, you know, the House of Blues in Anaheim is more of an intimate setting. It's not like what I just went to. It's just moving down. It was in the Glen Helen Amphitheater. That's like, yeah, I'm nowhere near the band. I'm just near a bunch of rowdy fucking drunk motherfuckers. This one is a little bit more personal. You can see the band. Um, I let about one minute of the beginning, that, you know, and they they came out, and I knew exactly what was going to get hit with. I knew it was probably going to be, because they only have two albums, so I already know most of the songs. Uh, and then I paid attention to them. I, uh, and I actually YouTube their set from Warp Tour, so I kind of know how their set was going to go. You know, bands, they get into a groove of the songs that they play. And Wage War starts off with a song called The River. And that song is fucking, absolutely fucking monstrous. If y'all don't know Wage War, I highly recommend going and checking out their song called The River. Uh, That song starts off in a hurry. It's a fucking fight. And I let everybody get in. They opened it up. I'm standing there. I Snapchatted a little bit. <clears throat> Put the Snapchat away, and I was ready. I knew, like, from the opening tip, I knew I was going to get into this bitch. About two or three minutes in, it was just like, fucking, I was, I was already glistened. The, I know all the fucking parts of the songs. I know everything. Like I said, uh... I usually march the bands that I don't fucking know anything about anymore. I did have to be spectacular, blow me away for me to like, you can do that. But there's not that many bands that do that to me anymore. I've seen it all, most of it, mostly. But anyways, well, I knew like, well, I know all the ways you song, so I was like, fuck it, yes. So I've been stoked to see them since I found out that they were coming on tour. I was like, okay, well, this is one show, because it's near my birthday that I want to go see. And there's one other one coming up in October that before there's a long drought. Um, but either way, Wage War kicked it off with the river. Uh, and then, yeah, I think they played Dead Weight. They played Johnny Cash. They played Don't Let Me Fade Away. They played Alive. They played, um, fuck, I don't know the other name of the song. They played Stitch. They played, they played a handful of other songs that I can't think of their names right off the top of my head. But I went absolutely fucking ballistic, man. I mean, I got, like I said, I got my money's worth right then and there. And I gave their performance just like I gave at Warp Tour, man. If you haven't seen Wage War, dude, they're fucking, their albums are good, but they're fucking better live. Somehow they're fucking, the albums are really good. Somehow... They're better fucking live than the albums are even good. I don't. That band is going places. 
that band might go a lot of fucking places. And I'm glad that I got to catch them when they're a younger band and I don't have to worry about like trying to catch up on four or five albums. But yeah, they fucking played a shitload of songs. I Snapchatted a shitload during them. Uh, got my money's worth. And fucking fantastic. I mean, Sanction was fantastic. Followed by Wage War absolutely was fucking ballistic and fucking out of control. And then there was a breather. Like I said, Wage War fucking killed it. I took a breather. And Emir, Emir played next. And I thought Emir was headlining this shit, but I think they're co-headlining. So I think Emir must be headlining the like East Coast dates of the tour or some shit. But this is Stick to Your Guns, uh, hometown. So yeah, they, Emir was after Wage War, and which I don't mind because I actually know more Emir songs than I do Stick to Your Guns songs. Um and. Being down, I just stayed in the pit area from way, in between Wage War and Emir. I, uh, I, yeah, like I said, I just stayed there, fucking sweating it out, you know. The guys that I were talking to didn't see really much afterwards. And Emir kicks off, you know, once I, I was already locked in. And I'd already fucking the mosh was already through me through my veins, so I already had I didn't need to fucking mentally prep for a year. Um, I do gotta say this though, Emir. If you haven't seen Emir, or if you haven't seen Emir in a long time, I don't personally think they're uh, a hardcore band anymore. They're not even a metalcore band anymore. They do have all that old shit that you would like with breakdowns and shit, but that's like a far fucking cry from who they are now. I've now seen them like twice or three times in recent memory. And they're, I think they're transitioning, and it's actually an okay transition for them. Uh, and I don't mean to be talking smack, but they're, they're on the cusp of becoming like... Um, Damn, I don't even know what even... I mean, they're so unique. Uh, but it's almost like... I see stars or... And, but it's more technical, more heavy. I don't know. If you combine Skrillex with a fucking... A hardcore band, and you would get Emir. But that's not even... Like, what Emir is doing is not even a genre yet. I know there's Trapcore, and that's what... Uh, that dude Franzilla is trying to do, and it's to me it's not new. It just hasn't been. It's not mainstream. Uh, Emir's right there. Like I don't know how to describe what it is they're doing, but they're not. It's not hardcore. So if you think you're gonna go in, into watching Emir and it being anything like a fucking hardcore pair, people just fucking slam dancing, you are totally mistaken. It's a. It's just. They, they cater to those type of fans now, I think. And basically, yeah, they uh, they play like that, and they they did they did sprinkle in uh, some old classic gems off of uh, Goodbye to the Gallows, 
which I was really happy with. They played my probably like my second favorite song for them, which is um, "Children of Cybertron." Uh, I love that song because it's so short. I mean, it's just straight to the fucking point. Uh, I marched probably like for five songs, and they probably played like 15 songs to their, like I said, their co-headlining. Um, but people don't know what they're doing in there. They're just, I don't know how to explain it. Like, to me, it's like their their pits are way unorganized now because you got a sprinkling of hardcore, hardcore dudes. You got a sprinkling of dudes who like, yeah, fucking Satan and fucking their metalhead dudes. And then you got a sprinkling of dudes who fucking like nothing but like Attila and fucking and, and that kind of shit. Icy Stars. And then you got your just basic person that just is like an Emir fan. Like, like there's four types of people in there moshing. It's like the fucking pit is so disorganized. It doesn't even fucking make sense. And unfortunately for Emir, the, the mosh pit shrinks down to being just like three dudes moshing. And that's happened to them at Warped Tour 2. Uh, you got a lot of people like me, like, wanting to hear old stuff. Uh, I know they don't want to play any old stuff because it, all their members quit. Except, you know, the main dude. And then he hired new dudes. And so they're only playing, like, most of their shit is newer. Which I say that, like, I'm not talking smack about the band. The band is really good. Uh, to me, in my eyes, the last couple times I have seen him here... They have on been they have been on balanced uh, tours. While in the past, me and my brother argued about their tours were to me their tours were were terrible. They would pick the fucking shittiest tours, and they would be the best band on the tour as far as like okay, well they're like the heaviest band, but they would play with nothing but soft ass bands, or they would play with like these random ass tours. So there was many years where they didn't play that I didn't go because I was like I'm not gonna buy a ticket. To watching Mir plays first or second, uh, and then all the other bands I don't fucking like. like I don't like Asking Alexander. I don't like these other bands that they were playing with. Uh, the dude had uh, ambitions for money, or maybe just you know the band has clout. The band has it's, the band is popular, so you know that's his route. But I mean, I, I just like I said. I, avoided that band for a long time and, and their tours are actually really suck in the past now like I said they've been on they were on Warp Tour and they're on this tour that's made a lot of sense for me to go and watch and they, and they like my brother actually listened to listens to them a lot so I kind of picked up songs that um, you know that I'm like yeah like I like that song but I don't, I don't like actively listen to them but either way, they, they killed it. I mean, I got a pit. I was fucking shit up. You know, you do what you gotta do. Like, Emir, like, there's no standing room. You know what I mean? There's no standing room. They're fucking, everybody's just fucking shoving you one way or the other, even if you're just standing on the side. So there's no escaping it. Even though the pit is small, everybody wants to open it up because they like the band, but they, like I said, it's so disorganized that it recollapses. Um, and, and I mean, that's whatever, but they played well. They, they probably played better than well, because I actually got to see them play more than, like, six songs. They played, like I said, they played, like, I don't know, 15, maybe they played, like, 12 or 13 or 14 songs. Uh, played for about an hour, 45 minutes or so. Anyways, 
Uh, after that, uh, Stick to Your Guns was up last. And as was the case at Warp Tour, I don't really know Stick to Your Guns. I've seen them in the past on other tours. I thought they disappeared, and I thought they went away for a long time. Like, I didn't know that they were still a band. As a matter of fact, me and my brother seen them. Me and my brother seen Stick to Your Guns at, in this little fucking parking lot. Shit, years ago. Uh at the skate shop that was opening up in like Chino or fucking and my brother would know I wish she was I wish she was on this podcast to talk about this but I think we went to go watch Stick to Your Guns and Every Man for Himself or some other some random ass it was like two bands that were playing and it was only gonna be the skate shop wanted people to know that they were there. So they hired like those two bands to go and play and, and like 200 people showed up in the parking lot, maybe more, 300, and they, the skate shop did exactly what it, what it needed to do, like, we went and fucking watched that band play there, and I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure stick to your guns, uh, but this was a long time ago, man, they were, like, this was, like, either I was freshly out of high school, like, 2003, 2004, in and around that range, um, boy, like, they, they must have been just starting out, I mean, I, like I said, then I seen them a few times with some other, on some other random tours, and I know they have a fan base, because they're still around, obviously, but I mean, when you go to fucking hardcore shows, not a lot of people rock their gear, um, like, people fucking rock right now, they're rocking, still rocking Suicide Silence shirts, um, you got a lot of motherfuckers rocking, um, uh, it depends on which, which kind of a hardcore show you go to, but you got, you know, hate people still walking, rocking hate breed shit. I don't know, it's a mixed bag, but you don't see stick to your guns a lot. Not, not that much. Uh, but yeah, you know, and then I seen them, I didn't see them, like I said, I didn't see them for a long time, and then they played Warp Tour like two years ago, and that band is like so much more now than, you know, than I remember them being, and like I was telling my brother last week, I was like, yo, stick to your guns, I didn't know that they were still around, like, they fucking played really good, like, I can't pick out the, the songs, I don't know, other than the one song that's really popular right now, Nobody, um, and I don't really got a gripe against that song. But to me, that's not their strongest song that they play. It's the only one I know. Um, but like I said, they played well at Warped Tour two years ago. And I seen them tonight, they played really well. I didn't mosh or anything. I just watching. And I li- actually liked what I saw. You know, again, I'm like, damn, this band is really good. I should, I should fucking listen to their shit. And maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Uh, but they have a shitload of fucking albums. And I don't can't listen to, like, four albums, you know, because it's, like, 50 songs or whatever, and, you know, like, like, I'm just, I just got turned on to Sanction, like, holy shit, like, I could literally, it would take me, like, a month to get used and familiar to all the Stick to Your Gun, Stick to Your Gun songs, listening to, like, their, 
I don't know however many albums they have. But I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna see them again. So I've seen them now twice. I can kind of I kinda of know they're the three main songs they're playing. And that'd be good enough for me. Pick those three songs out and listen to them and listen the fuck out of them, but they killed it too, man. I mean, their their shit is not boring. Like there is not one song where it's like, well, that kind of song kinda of suck. No, like every song is hypey, like there's a fucking an energy factor to them. Uh yeah, I give them a solid like too. Like the whole the whole evening was fucking good, man. A solid I give the whole sh- the whole experience, you know, the House of Blues. Like I'm on my way home now, like was in and out of the fucking House of Blues in my car and on the freeway in under like ten minutes, man. They played the House of Blues in Anaheim, which is in the Garden Walk next door to Disney and Disney in Anaheim is designed for you to get there fast park and get in and also designed for you to get out fast gone and off the property as soon as you can like they want you there if you don't got no fucking money like get gone but they want you there if you got money come in it's easy uh i hadn't been to the garden walk in a long time it's changed a lot uh they're going in they're currently undergoing some massive renovations so it's a lot of shops aren't open right now, but, um, it's totally cool right there, man, it's really pretty, there's a lot of art on the walls, uh, I've been to the House of Blues, and the House of Blues is different than when I remember it, but, or maybe it's moved, but the, I've been to the House of Blues, you know, I know one particular concert, uh, I went to go see Remembering Never and Zayo and Misery Signals there years ago. Um, it's like when I, and then I went there to watch. Did I watch the Acacia Train in Whitechapel there? I'm not sure, but I went to. The, I've been to that House of Blues in Anaheim, you know, probably all together about five or six times. And it's a great the the venue is great. It's a great setup that they got going on in there. Um, adequate floor. Remember, I went. I think I went to go see Hatebreed there playing with Diecast. Uh, fuck, and I think Full Blown Chaos, like, a couple years back, too. Um, well, actually, it's not. This was a long, long time ago. But I've, I've been to that house of losing it, and the Garden Walk has changed. Um, but, yeah, the fucking show was, that show was amazing, man. I had two back-to-back fucking shows. Fucking incredible. Uh, System of an Hour was incredible, like I said in the last fucking... Uh, episode, and, you know, Wage War is incredible, Ymir is fucking good, Stick to Your Guns is awesome, I just seen Sanction for the first time in my life, I give them a solid two thumbs up, if, if you happen to come across them on another tour, highly recommend you, you watch them, um, Sanction is a bad fucking band, man, they're fucking bad, they're not bad as in, they're sucky, they're bad as in, holy fuck, like, that band is out of control. Uh, well, they're not totally out of control, but they're uh, they're they look like they're they look like they're ready to go places too. Wage War is going places, and that band I, I assume soon will blow up. Um, they do enough singing to get the women in. They've got deep, heavy fucking riffs to fucking blow your fucking load to. 
um, they do, they have incredibly fast songs, they have incredibly fucking riff breakdown songs, they have some fucking, they have songs that blend everything together, like, uh, Don't Let Me Fade Away to Me is like one of their best songs, and they, that was like the third to the last song they played, amazing, Emir does what they do, if you don't know who fucking Emir is by now, and you're into metal and hardcore, forget about it, they passed you up, if you do know who they are, uh, they changed a lot over the years, but they're still fucking a decent, they're, you know, they play really, they play all the songs that you would think they want, that they're gonna play, Solar Flare Homicide, Demons with Ryu, or Ryu, uh, Children of Cybertron, uh, that song that I like that's relatively new is Flag of the, I think it's Flag of the Beast, that song, I, I actually like that song, I know it's newer, um, that was their single before they put the album out, the newest one, they played Torch, which I heard, so listen to, um, I think it's Flag of the Beast, that song is really dope, uh, yeah, they played, and then Stick to Your Guns played, and they rounded off, you know, it was a good, for me, it was good that I was just that stood there and watched, because I was able to cool down, and, you know, it sucks when the fucking, the main band you play, you like, plays at, like, fucking late as fuck, and you're, like, sitting there fucking sweating, and fucking, you know what I mean, fucking going ballistic at, like, 11 o'clock at night, or whatever, at night, and fucking, like, fuck, man, like, gotta work tomorrow, but I was able to cool down, catch my breath, and fucking head out there, you know, in one piece, and I, and Stick to Your Guns plays well, I mean, their shit isn't boring, it's not like I left, like, two songs in, I stuck to all the way to the end, and just as the last song was in, I was, like, made a mad dash for the door, because I don't got time for, to be stuck in traffic, in human traffic, squeezing out the fucking house blues, uh, but like I said, I fucking, I hit a fucking back-to-back fucking two nights of fucking music, man. I got one more night of music in this month. That's for sure to be a fucking jailhouse ride as well, because the UK string does not fucking disappoint. Well, they've never disappointed me. That's why they're one of my favorite bands of all time. So they're, they're one of their albums in a podcast or two ago. Told you it was like probably my top two favorite albums of all time ever. Uh, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. I, I fucking love them. Uh, hope they're. I've been paying attention to their Instagrams and their Twitters. Uh, and the band saying that they're really, really strong as a band now, and that they really are gelling. Uh, you know, Vince the main dude, uh, when I first, you know, got them, they had a whole lineup, you know, a whole goddamn lineup of dudes, all of these are now gone, he's got a whole cast of news, and I know, you know, people gotta gel, and they gotta work together, and they gotta, you know, I get, I get that, I understand, I'm a businessman as well, I understand what it's like to hire on new people, and they don't work, but the band says that they're, and it's not just one member, it's all of them saying that the band is really, really together. And that bodes well for me because 
you know, they're one of my friends. I'm going to get another album or two out of them before they decide to hang it up, hopefully, um, before, you know, life demands them to do another shit other than fucking zooming around the United States. And I get that, too. You know, I get that if you pay attention to, like, Slipknot, they do, like, three big festivals of your corn, does the same fucking thing. Avenged Sevenfold does the same fucking thing. They do, like, eight or nine big festivals, and they do, like, a mini tour. And that's all they, that's all they do, because the fucking dudes don't got time for that shit anymore. And I get that. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I totally understand. I don't got nothing against festivals. I just don't like... Festivals, to me, in general, I don't like that they do this... Like, you're going to get, like, 50 bands, but it's spread out between two days, and then you're like, fuck, man, you can't decide which day you want to go to, because you're like... And then, and those kind of festivals take advantage of that because they're like, well, go to both days. Go to both days, spend 80 bucks each day and fucking wash for this two days in a row and and you'll see everybody. And it's like, no, dog, I don't got... Sometimes it doesn't work out that way, man. Like this weekend worked out, but most of the time it doesn't work out. I don't got a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday to be fucking... Go into a concert, go home, go to a concert, go home, go to a concert, and be done. Like, I can't do that for NotFest. Uh, NotFest hasn't been, to me, good as far as quality of bands on there. Uh, and actually, I just realized that there's an OzFest this year, like, yesterday. And the lineup is fucking trash, too. I'm not even... Ozzy Osbourne, I've seen that man, like, ten times in my youth. The songs don't change. I've, I've seen Black Sabbath. Uh, I'm not fucking paying money to go watch subpar evening of fucking metal. No. And those metal bands, I mean, I don't like I can't even name them because I don't even fuck with them. Creator or some bullshit. I don't fucking know. Um, but like I said, I hit it out the park. Two back to back fucking great nights of fucking. I had some nostalgia moments. You know, system took me back to my high school. You know, anybody, you know, some of the personal people that know me, like my bro and, you know, just a couple of people, some friends I got, they know what's up with me and, and things from high school that just recently popped back up into my life. Uh, I'll touch on that on another podcast when it's, when it's, when I'm ready to touch on things of that nature. Uh, but System of a Down for me was just fucking... Yeah, man, it took me back all the way to fucking high school. I remember toxicity all the way back in high school. Um, and even coming out of high school, and I, you know, Emir was, you know, it's been around for a number of years, too. I don't know how, exactly how long. My bro would know better than I do. But I remember when we first started listening to Goodbye to the Gallows. Uh, I remember seeing Emir with Carnifex. In fucking, I believe, Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, that was one of their best shows they ever played. Because only like 300 people went. And it was a fucking riot. Carnifex was good in those days. Emir was fucking... And you only got Goodbye to the Gallows. And that shit was fucking gravy, man. That shit was balls out. Um, they played at a church of all places. Um... Yeah, and then, like I said, I, I seen them a few times after that, and then I kind of dipped off of them for a while, and then just recently, in the last 
couple of years. I've seen them now three or four or five times. Nah, probably like four times I've seen them in recent memory. And I'm like, oh, you know, they've they've the guys matured as a band. The front man, I think he matured. Uh, I actually went to go see Emir and the Acacia play at the Observatory in Santa Ana like four years ago, maybe. And that show was ballistic, too. I don't even know who opened that show. Oh, Silar. I think Silar opened. And my bro's a fucking homer with the Emir band, and I'm a homer with the Acacia And I know they have beef. They have since squashed the beef because I've seen them now together on the same stage, not twice. So there's no more beef there. But um, yeah, like I said, Amir brings back some old fucking vibes too for me, and they've been around for a long time. And then, like I said, Stick to Your Gun to me is just a bonus. Like I don't know much about them. I can't tell you their songs. I can't tell you shit about them really. But they play well. I mean, the band is the band is fucking good. They're still kicking too. So there must be doing something right. Uh, and yeah, that was just my evening tonight. I actually got to the venue about a half hour early. I decided to eat at Johnny Rockets. Uh, had a burger and some fries, like 12 bucks. Uh, thought it was decent. You know, Johnny Rockets doesn't serve bad food. Um, had an eight Johnny Rockets in a cool minute, but it was good. Uh, I've now got the itch. Like I mentioned before, I'm going to look for somebody to go with me to Disneyland because I haven't been to Disneyland in years. Uh, I'm looking for somebody special to take. I'm not trying to fucking get married or nobody, but I want to go with somebody and just experience it with me because it's creepy to go by yourself. And, you know, just if not, if I don't do it this year, if I can't find nobody for sure next year, I'll I will fucking find somebody and I will get it done. It's just that's just how I am. Um, yeah, I like to find a girlfriend to take to that shit. And like I said, it just it just I mean it's so close to home for me. Disneyland isn't far. I was a hater of Disneyland for a cool minute, but I mean shit, you know, it's different now in my older days. Um, I'm able to do stuff that I didn't wasn't able to when I was younger. You know, financially off better off now but like i said i want to go to disney and you know go to disney during the day and just do a little bit of nightlife you know have a nice night with somebody you know like i said i'm going to look for somebody this month just to take on a date um i got an idea of who i want to take and i texted earlier she hasn't responded but she will respond and let's see if i can get it done i mean I want to go and take some pictures with some Mickey ears. Um, yeah, I'm almost home now. So I've been on the road about 38 minutes. Uh, actually, actually, it was like, it's probably like 48 minutes because it took me like five or 10 minutes to get to the freeway. Before I, before I was like, you know what? I got some time to review this shit right now. I'm at home and I didn't feel, I don't feel like listening to music. I don't know about you guys, but when me, myself, and I'm going to talk about this briefly now. Um, a tour coming up, like the like this AK Strain tour that's coming up, it's the 10 year anniversary of their album Continent, the Continent. Um, I've already pre-gamed that album. Like I've, I know all those songs word for word. I know every fucking mosh part. I know everything. 
I listened to that album for about a year, almost a year straight too. Uh, Continent for me, in my in my eyes, they're they're playing every song off that album. So they may do all the songs and they may do like one or two other ones. But we're gonna get I'm gonna get all the content. So I've, but I've already pre pre gamed it. I already fucking it's in my head. Like I know every I know already. Um, as I get closer to the, to the show, I'm gonna pre-game the album one more time, uh, just to dust off, you know, when I headbang in the car, just gonna dust off the fucking, the dust, just, just a quick dusting, it, it ain't like I gotta fucking, like, wow, I haven't listened to this shit in years, no, I just, I have, once I found out that, that, that tour was announced, I fucking, I immediately dusted off the album, and I've been listening to it steadily for about a month. You know, like once a week or so on Spotify. But anyways, assuming I go to the concert, assuming I don't die before some bullshit randomly happens, and I get to the show, and I and I fucking before I go to the shows, like when I'm leading up to it, I like to throw out on a palate cleanser before I go to any, before I go to see any band. Uh, not that I'm like I throw on country music or I throw on fucking, but I do a, a a palate cleanse, like, I like to cleanse the palate, because there's no, to me, it's fucking pointless listening to a band that you're, you know, their album, just before you go see them, see them play the same songs you were just, to me, that's stupid, um, I don't do that, uh, I did that for System of a Down, Saturday morning, I was listening to their shit, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna go now, because I, but I didn't listen to it when I was on my way over there. I was listening to Pantera and Throwdown because I had to psych myself up for heavy metal. Anyways, uh, like tonight, I didn't listen to you. I didn't listen to Mirror at all. I didn't listen to Wage War at all. I did that leaving System of a Down, which was actually like early this morning, because I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to that shit. So I'll listen to that shit right now, and it'll be on my mind all day, and then. I just came today and I was like, boom. But coming over, list, uh, coming over, going over, uh, I actually talked to you guys. So, I mean, I pretty much went in there with the ba- blank slate of music. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I was about parking when I stopped or close to parking. I don't know. But, uh, like I said, I, typically, in, and I'm actually talking to you guys on the way from a car, but typically I'll throw on a palate cleanser afterwards because I don't fucking, I can't, in my older days, I can't do that anymore. Go and get your fucking head blown off and fucking you get chopped and screwed in the mosh pit and fucking go to the car and fucking throw on something heavy again. Like I can't do that anymore. I was a. I used to like to do that before in the olden days, in my youth. That was fucking stupid. But um, now in my holidays, I palate cleanse it. I fucking throw on a local radio rap station, or I'll fucking put on some something to. I don't know. Like I said, I you cleanse the palate. I throw on Frank Sinatra. I throw on Lady Gaga. I throw on fucking Katy Perry. I throw on. Justin Timberlake, I'll throw on some soft shit. Um, Van Morrison, I'll throw on anything that's not heavy. 
that's just how I do it, man. Like, and I've been talking to you guys this whole time, 43 minutes or whatever. And to me, it's just like, well, you know, now I can go to sleep. Like, I can, my head is, it's not fucking ringing. And actually, and that's what it was back in the days. Me and my brother used to go to shows like all the time. And I don't know if the music would just be so fucking loud. It would leave your head ringing. Like you couldn't, I couldn't throw on heavy music after a show anymore. We would just sit in silence. Like sometimes on the way home from shows, like. And that kind of carried with me forward. Like, that's why I just throw on something mellow now. Or I just listen to rap. Anything that's not fucking aggressive. I've got a palate cleanse. Um, I know a lot of the bands do it too. So I'm not alone there. As you get older, you don't fucking want to be listening to fucking heavy fucking thing 24-7. But that was my review of the show. I had fucking a blast, man. It was fucking amazing. Um, The show was amazing. I hit two fucking shows, two back-to-back amazing shows. I loved both of them. Uh, those of you on Snapchat can fucking see the aggressiveness that was for fucking Wage War and Emir and fucking Wow. Wow. Uh, I loved it. Anyways, guys, I'm out. You know what's up. The D is silent. Catch you guys next time.